This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to The Huddle Podcast. One of the books that's been on my reading list for quite some time now is a book by Mark Manson called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And this is a book that has intrigued me for some time, if nothing else, just for the title. And, you know, originally when I heard it, I thought, well, you know, this is probably just somebody who is, you know, writing a book with a controversial, you know, title with an expletive in it so that um, they can get publicity, they can get, you know, viewership, as it were, readership, uh, and so forth. And, uh, but so far, I'm about halfway through the book now, and it is a very small book. So far, I'm finding that there is some good meat here. I don't necessarily agree with the author's style, and I don't particularly particularly like the amount of profanity that's in the book. But putting that aside, I always try to give every book that I read kind of an honest, um, you know, fair, balanced evaluation as best I can. And so far, I feel like it's a really worthy read. Something that has stuck out to me uh, really more than anything else in the book is this idea of embracing suffering and what a balancing act that really is. You know, if we are constantly trying to avoid suffering, uh, Mark makes the point in the book here that we'll find that our mind will invent suffering. There will always be suffering. If we're really trying to completely end our suffering, uh, it's not going to happen. Suffering is a part of life. And he draws a little bit from Buddhist philosophy here. But we have to really honestly embrace that suffering is a part of life. And in so doing, that actually paradoxically alleviates at least some of our suffering. But, you know, the other way we can swing is, you know, falling too in love with our suffering. And as crazy as that sounds, some people do this. And these are the people who, you know, they they have the martyr complex, right? And um, individuals who suffer in this way, they constantly feed off of their suffering. And suffering gives meaning to their life. Suffering gives them a sick kind of pleasure. And, you know, that is is an extreme, um, you know, the same as trying to eliminate suffering in our lives when we actually bring suffering upon ourselves or we, you know, really delight in our own suffering. But instead, we need to kind of find this middle way and this balance. And Mark says in the book, this is a direct uh, quote uh, from the book, He says, this is what's so dangerous about a society that coddles itself more and more from the inevitable discomforts of life. We lose the benefits of experiencing healthy doses of pain, a loss that disconnects us from the reality of the world around us, right? So it's possible that we can be over coddled as much as it's possible that we can be sort of under coddled, uh, as it were. It's possible for us to, you know, go to one extreme or the other, but the real um, healthy sort of perspective is in the middle. It's the way of balance. It's realizing that suffering is a part of life and we don't seek suffering out for its own sake, but we realize that suffering is going to happen. It is going to come our way. And we do our best to work through that suffering in a healthy way. We do our best to, you know, see the positive side of everything and to view everything as a part of growth and a part of life. But, you know, Mark makes another really good point in the book that positivity 
is, you know, yet again, something we have to be careful about. We can go really to one extreme or the other. If we lose all positivity in our life, then we really become somebody that nobody wants to be around, and we probably don't really like our own life or ourselves if we're too low on positivity. At the same time, if we're too high on positivity, and I knew somebody exactly like this, and it drove me nuts, it was like on the worst of days, they'd be like, but you know what? Let's stay positive because the sun is shining, you know? And it's like, hey, listen, when you're really suffering, I mean, my wife and I have been through some suffering lately. And when you're really suffering, it it, it just isn't, it just isn't right. It doesn't hit on the mark to say, Oh, but focus on the positive, focus on the good. Uh, In that moment, I'm a firm believer in looking back and in retrospect, looking for the positives, um, seeing the um, sort of the way of the universe and the way that the universe works and how it's constantly flowing and moving and directing us on our journey. And that's a part of our journey is having to adjust with the rapids of life. Okay. That's part of what makes it an adventure and exciting. It's what tests us. And so there's a, an inherent goodness in this sort of flow of life. But at the same time, some things just really suck. And we have to embrace that as much as we embrace positivity. And, you know, I know that in my own life, I've really struggled with both extremes. And I'll be honest, I've struggled more so with a lack of positivity. My natural sort of default mode is to move back into this very cynical uh, sort of position about life and, and everything. And it leads to depression. I know because I've been there, it leads to really a miserable time. It leads to sorrow uh, and to misery, making yourself sick and, and those around you as well, I'm sure. But, you know, going the other way, you know, the complete positivity route, that's just not authentic. And it's not something that I've ever found to be sustainable. And when I see people like that who are just, you know, puppies in sunshine and rainbows all the time, I'm like, there's got to be some deep hurt there. Why can't you let that show? What's wrong with you that you can't allow that to come through and to be a genuine, authentic person, right? We notice this about people when they fall to one extreme or the other. If you have an Eeyore in the group who's always like, yeah, and you know, I got pulled for jury duty. And what do you know? My eggs were expired in the fridge this morning. Like things are always bad for them, right? They're an Eeyore. Uh, We look at that person, we think, "Ah, I don't want to be like them. I don't want to be around them, at least not for very long. But we do the same thing with people who are overly excited and overly positive because we know it's fake. Because Any rational, reasonable person knows that life has ups and downs, has good and bad. And so thus far, you know, into this very short read with Mark Manson, uh, I am drawing from it balance and really just falling in love with balance all over again. That you know, most of the time, the extreme position is a dangerous one. And we tend to think, well, extreme in that direction is bad, but what about this other direction, right? But, you know, in my experience so far in life, I have yet to find an extreme position that I feel is really congruent with reality and is really very healthy, you know, for myself and again, for others and those who are around me. And so drawing from the book, I'm really thinking in terms of how I can reclaim and recapture balance in my life, to understand that suffering is a part of life and to stop running away from it. 
When my wife gave birth to our son, we hired a birth coach. Uh, a doula is what they're called. And uh, she's also our chiropractor. Awesome, awesome lady. And one of the things when my wife was in active labor that she was saying to my wife, um, this doula, she was saying, don't run from it. Don't run from it. And I thought that was so interesting. Um, You know, such an interesting concept because here my wife's in excruciating pain. She had a natural birth. So she did not use an epidural or any kind of of drugs. You know, she had no pain relief at all. That That was her choice. That was the type of birth that she wanted. And she was finding a way uh, or being encouraged to find a way to embrace that pain. And even after doing that, you know, she wants to have another natural birth in the future. And so it wasn't just like, oh, that was a bad decision. But she was actually able to see, I don't know so much in the moment, but later on that there was a purpose to that pain. And it was something that she should not be running away from, but that she could embrace. And it doesn't always, you know, our suffering and our pain, it doesn't always have to have this huge, you know, universe bending impact on our life. It doesn't have to be like, well, that pain had this huge purpose because it shaped me and crafted me into a more resilient human being, right? It doesn't have to be like that. It just, you know, just every little bit of suffering is really just a part of life. Life is suffering and it is pleasure. And if we fall to one side, we have a martyr complex. And if we fall to the other, we just become these, you know, really ultimately unfulfilled hedons who are just trying to escape uh, from all suffering in life. And and of course, that's going to be in vain and ultimately leads to a, a type of suffering in and of itself because suffering and our existence, they're just, they're intertwined. They're, they're, they're a part of our existence. And so we need to embrace them. And so today I urge you to find balance. I urge you not to run away from suffering, but to see what it's trying to teach you, how you can grow into it, and really just to experience it for what it is. It's part of life. You know, I was listening to a, it was a YouTube video with this uh, Eastern mystic. And he was saying, you know, thank goodness that we don't have everything that we want. Because if we had everything that we wanted, we would have no reason to live anymore. You know, life is part struggle. It's, it's, it is in part striving. There's enjoyment and there's pleasure, but there's also suffering and sorrow and obstacles and problems to solve. And, you know, we can, we can try to lie to ourselves and believe that we can build this life that's free of suffering, but ultimately we'll just end up with new and different problems. Everybody has problems. Everybody has sorrow. Everybody suffers. The sooner that you take that and embrace it, the sooner I think you find a more fulfilled life. So, I encourage you to check out this book, you know, see what it, it says to you. Again, it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. It's by Mark Manson. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you let me know here on the podcast what you thought of it. And as always, this episode is dedicated to you and to your success. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you again tomorrow.